Ladies and gentlemen, Opposite Attractions proudly presents a new Country Bear Jamboree. The show about theme park design that's technically possible. I'm your host, Peter Possum, Scotty Moore. Joined as always by this man who made me, had to force me to watch Country Bears Jamboree, Jim Murphy. You should be sad that you've never seen it in person. See, I did go to Florida this weekend for a uh, to be a fancy business boy and go guest on podcasts. And the day I was supposed to go to, like, Disney and theme parks, I definitely overslept and missed my flight. So my plan to go, like, go see Country Bears on Thursday was instead relegated to, okay, how about this? Let's watch Country Bears before we do the show tonight. Jim, I got two minutes in before I went, "Mm, this isn't me. This isn't for me. This isn't my jam. You have a problem with the Bear Um, Rug Band? Yeah, but that was a whole lot of nothing. That was a whole lot of annoying bear. It was like the um, the comedy barn in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, but if you replaced all of the rednecks with animatronic bears. So you didn't... It's kind of the... Experience. You didn't get the blood on the saddle or like no, no, all no. the guys that turned me on, turned me down. You didn't get to that? No, it reminded me a lot of when I rode... Um, Road Enchanted Tiki Room for the one and only time I ever got that is a ride, to yes. see that. I was that was my yes, next was. question was have you ever seen the Tiki Room? Yes, I was dragged into Tiki Room by my then girlfriend. This is why she's no longer my girlfriend. <laughs> um and I, the whole time all I could think was, okay, so it's like I dropped acid and then watched a bunch of birds Walt, for a while. Walt That's, Disney's like grandest creation destroys relationships. Yeah, basically. I'm talking so about Epcot, actually, tell- not Tiki Room. <laughs> so you were telling me that apparently um, Twitter's going to get so, mad at us about this episode. So uh, there have been rumors in the past yeah. few weeks that the Country Bears and the Tiki Room both may be going away. Yes! Um, the Country Bears would be apparently replaced by a Woody's Roundup-style marionette show. Okay. And while it hasn't been, it, it might not be a replacement for the Tiki Room. They did say that it might get like some Moana thrown into it. I'd be down with See, that. I'd probably, if they put, uh, Ki- what was his name? Kiki, the little chicken? Uh, Hey Hey is the chicken, I think. Hey Hey, that's right. Kiki is definitely something else from the drag community uh, that I have adopted. Kiki is the um, name of a witch uh-oh. from an old uh, Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah. Uh, no, so. That kind of got people up in arms enough that the Disney Parks blog like went on and posted things like, "Hey, just so you know, this actually isn't happening," even though like D twenty three is in a month and it's probably happening. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is the real life equivalent of when I walked up to the guy at Spaceship Earth and was like, okay. "I hear it's closing down for like two years," and he's like, "Who the fuck told you that, <laughs> you dipshit?" There's, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so- sorry." You saw the Tiki Room. You did not see the, like, middle version of the Tiki Room when it had uh, Iago and Zazu from 
Aladdin and the Lion King, respectively. No, they were not there, uh, I don't believe. That version ran from, like, the late 90s to, like, 2000-something. Until there was... Essentially, there was a fire in the building, and the only thing that was destroyed was Iago. (laughs) So that was... Hold on, that sounds like a planned detonation uh, at that point. That that entire attraction was centered around, see these tiki birds, see how much they suck? Well, these two birds are going to make fun of it for the entire show. So it was literally the entire show, but them two, like, mystery science theatering over the top of it and saying how so much garbage it saying, is. So what you're saying is it was the experience of going to Tiki Room with me. It's <laughs> what it was for a solid ten years. This is years. the problem I have, is that, okay, you kind of are a Disney fan somewhat and you've seen each of these shows respectively a combined half of a time yes uh i don't know how if i'm assuming if there was a spectrum between like you and like the disney fan that is like an ap pass holder blogger like twitter yeah person that like that's all they do all the time is is like visit disney multiple times a week and stuff that they have probably seen those many 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 times and have a fondness for them the same way somebody might have a fond like some people have fondness for like a journey to imagination or horizons look me in the eyes when you're gonna fucking call me out jesus i'm not calling you out i'm saying that when if the, if you went to if you went to the to like Disney World and you like just grabbed random people walking in like just and you said how many times have you been here before and anyone that said like less than three if you said how do you feel if the country bears went away they probably wouldn't give a damn yeah and the same is with the tiki it, room is they probably wouldn't care but the fact the problem that happens is the people that care about Disney news and rumors also care that the country bears and tiki room and certain other attractions stay the same forever and i get this tiny feeling that if if somehow walt disney was 118 years old this year and was alive that that thing would probably be long gone anyway yeah so it's a so what you're telling me is that apparently disney twitter and wrestling twitter are the same (laughs) whereas the people who aren't that big of fans Usually are not the ones with the biggest opinions. Usually it's the ones who go to every Raw that are like, don't put the belt on John Cena again. <laughs> they, they just have this thing of like, everyone they know is outraged, so everyone else must also be outraged. And that they're yeah. trying to save something that I don't know. I'm not saying, like, I like the Country Bears. I like the Tiki Room well enough. But I don't know if I would cry over them going away, even with, like, the connections to Walt and him, like, designing them and her helping, wanting them to be built. Like, Country Bears was supposed to be in a ski resort in Northern California. Yeah. And the Tiki Birds, well, I mean, like, still... was cool in 1955 because no one had seen animatronics before. There's still Carousel of Progress, so if you want to deal with Walt and, like, look at the There's history, go the right There's still Tomorrowland back. Speedway. Which yeah. people, like, give zero craps about. It's, like, they're like, please change it. Like, some people were saying change it just to, like, put electric cars in so that it doesn't smell like gasoline all over the entire, that side of the park. Yeah, I could fuck with that. But, I actually, as as the driver of a hybrid car, I'm like, give me some hybrid tomorrow Speedway cars. So, like, but there's so many other... Like, do I do Pick I want to see, do I wanna see the... Mar- like? the marionettes from like toy story in Frontierland, not especially 
But do I care that the country bears might go away? Not really. Yeah. And I don't know why well, to, comp- like, and if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Like, you're not, like, I don't think, like, people tried to, like, chain themselves to Mr. Toads, and they still just went in and just gutted that whole thing. And that was, like, a good yeah. ride <laughs> that had probably had at All least right, well, somewhat of a line. <laughs> well, Jim, I've brought a quiz to the table this week. Oh, I forgot to, help to us uh, figure out that link from you, actually. Yeah, it's uh, which country bear will you lose your virginity to on Christmas night? Uh, no, it's just which country bear are you? And as someone who's only seen, let's see, uh, two minutes of the ride, I'm not going to really understand my my uh, response to this, but let's do it. What was your favorite activity in high school? Football, still in high school, that's not an answer. Morning announcements, basketball, fashion, theater, chasing boys, doing my own thing chasing them boys swinging on the swings in the schoolyard school band or music class i uh i was a theater boy so i'll click theater um i i think i'm gonna pick doing my own thing is what i'm gonna pick for this one what is your must-have fashion item hats and scarves a big hair bow nightgowns bowler hats a feather boa a cravat nothing but a hat and guitar fuck yeah i'm feeling this one a vest, a raccoon skin cap, overalls, or a bowler hat and a scarf. They're really no, like dude, laying it down on which character each one of these is. <laughs> yeah, really hard. I'm a I'm a hats and scarves boy myself. I am Chris Jericho. Um, I'm just gonna go with I don't really have any real good options uh, for this yeah. one. I'm gonna go with the bowler hat by itself. Okay. Uh, what do you like singing about? Now, this one's got an interesting answer. <laughs> what do you like singing about? Killing your dog is number one. Uh, boys, when my significant other will return from war, how ugly you and your significant other are. Davy Crockett. All right. People sing about you while you play music. Blood. Breaking boys' hearts. Playing the piano, how long is forever? Wow, okay. And boys breaking your heart. <laughs> I mean, Blood. I do love. I do. Every day I'm singing about boys. Boys. Uh, no, Davy Crockett. I'm going to sing about that old coonskin boy. What about you, Jim? Breaking uh, I boys' hearts. I what definitely about? picked Blood. <laughs> okay. Pick a word that describes you, and my god, I didn't watch the video long enough to really look at this, this Bertha massive bear. That is Trixie. That, they've that got. is Trixie. She is a little bundle of fluff from Tampa. <laughs> uh, pick a word that describes you. Talented, classic, fabulous, twisted, temptress, bootylicious. This is still a country bear quiz, right? <laughs> bootylicious? Okay. Pretty on the inside. Short, dramatic. The center of attention or young at heart? I am quite bootylicious, they've told uh, me. I don't know what classic's referring to, but I'm just going to take that, just because I... I would pick you as classic. I'm going to say talented. Nope, dramatic. Pick a jamboree lyric that you feel the most. It's only one. got one string. <laughs> Piano introduction. That's not a... Howdy, folks. She ain't pretty, but I ain't too. 
acting like a Don Juan, making a lot of noise. All the guys that turn me on, turn me down. How long is forever? I think you should shoot him instead. Tears will be the chaser for your wine. I forgot well, about that song. But I, I... Well, there he goes. He hardly knows whose heart he's breaking or and a big, big puddle of blood on the ground. I'm going to go. I have to go puddle of blood because I really want to get I really want to get him. So I'm hoping I'm going to go with acting like a Don Juan making a lot of noise. Now, how were you discovered to join the Jamboree? And my God, it's like Huey, Dewey and Louie. Those are the, the bears. Picture that Those they... are the bears that sing all the boys that turn me on, turn me down. What? Yeah, they're but they're children. They're not children. Their names are Beulah and I don't remember the other two. They look like children. I don't like. Th- okay, how did how were we discovered? Were we a football player turned country star? Too short for spots, so settled for music. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. You lived in Florida, and Walt Disney himself found you, discovered at a young age, fell off the balcony in Romeo and Juliet, broke the stage with my ample rump, and ran away to Florida, visited Florida, decided to stay, used to be a well-known concert pianist, picked up on the side of the road with 17 suitcases full of... Fuck, there's a lot. (laughs) You and your family are just that good. Discovered sitting in a stool in an ice cream parlor. Homeboy, I broke the stage with my butt. Uh, well, Romeo. I'm definitely yeah. going, uh, starting at the bottom and now you're here. Mm-hmm. Pick a musician band. Darren Chris, One Direction, before Zane betrayed them. Mariah Carey, Mozart, Adele, Alice Cooper, Justin Bieber, Tim McGraw, fucking Yeezy, Destiny's Child, or Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Yeezy. Get that con, yeah. See, the thing is, I'm assuming Tim McGraw would get me the answer I want, but I'm gonna go Mariah Carey on this one okay i got kanye oh shit baby i've taken pictures of this boy before i got terrence the ozark shaker terrence is better known as the vibrating wreck from nashville tech accurate (laughs) his stay at nashville was short the roar of the grease paint called to him and he became an actor he performed often with the barrymores ah he was known throughout the ozarks and as far north as joplin for his tent show rendition of cyrano de bergerac Fuck you. <laughs> a fall from the balcony brought him down with his ample rump. It ended his acting career and he turned his light turned his lights for a guitar. That's not a real sentence. But yeah, there we go. I'm I'm Terrence. What about you, uh, buddy? I got Big Al. Yeah, Big Al. Who is Big Al? Uh Big Al sings the song I Got Lost on My Way to Your Heart. Aww. Uh, it says Big Albert says I was born in a cave near the Princess Theater in Pocatello, Idaho. They have a horrible city flag, if you're not aware. Um, there yeah. was music in his blood, and he's been playing his guitar since he was a child. It's become more difficult. Big Al has grown, and the guitar hasn't. <laughs> he loves. Is Big Al the big fat baby one, or am I thinking of someone else? Are you thinking of like one of like the bear, like? Like a bear from like a Looney Tunes cartoon. I may be thinking of Baby Huey, <laughs> who is a duck. Uh, it so says I'm, he loves to I'm, sit in front of his cave and sing. He was the first to practice ecology. He didn't litter his cave with tin cans and paper cartons. He ate them. That's one way. Yeah, to, that's a man right there. He was a resident bard and balladeer in the swamp before Disney World was built. Yeah. And three badgers and an alligator have expressed great joy that he is now singing for people. 
Oh. This is Big Al's well, tenth farewell appearance and counting. I don't know what that means. Oh no, Jim, are you leaving the show? <laughs> He's leaving the podcast. Alright, so we figured out what bear we are. I apparently fucked up a stage with my big ass. <laughs> and you just know how to play play music. So now Here, we've got um, to fix the ride. Uh, in Disneyland, they, uh, they do a thing called Haunted Mansion Holiday where they put uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas figures. Yeah. Well, they don't have a Country Bears in Disneyland. They got rid of it and replaced it with the Winnie the Pooh out there. Uh, they they used the skeleton of Big Al to make Oogie Boogie for the Haunted Mansion holiday. Oh, that's so good! <laughs> the corpse of Big Al lives on as Oogie Boogie. Alright, how, how did you fix Country Bears? Because um, as evidence from my two-minute watch, it needs some fixings. So, uh, I'm just gonna say this. Um, if you've ever noticed when you're in Frontierland or in Adventureland and you look at the building that the country bears are in uh it basically if you're on the Adventureland side it looks like what you would see you would like if you look at the top of the building it looks like like it's with the tiki room but if you look at it from the yeah. Frontierland side it looks like it fits in with like bear hall or whatever the hell that place is called um right, right. so like i'm just gonna combine both of those things together oh they, they share oh, a building no. so i'm I'm definitely uh, combining. You've created true horror for Scotty Moore. So if you look at it on a map, the entrances to the attractions are like on corners and there's like a C-shaped, basically like a giant C-shaped building with like the, um, I don't think anything really comes off. I mean, the um, Pecos Bills comes off the exit of Country Bears. That's where you exit out of. That's probably where I would have people exit, but I kind of want to have exits on both sides of the theater, like kind of where they are now. But I want to make one giant stage, and the idea is that the Country Bears would be welcoming people from Frontierland to, like, get them to, like, visit, like, the tropical, like, serenade. Oh, okay. So they would be doing, like, um, like, islandy songs. Whereas the Tiki Birds would oh. be on stage with them, and they'd be, like, doing country songs. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know so if just you ever watched... the two the together. Co- I don't know if you ever watched country music television, but they used to do a series where they would invite pop artists and rock stars to perform with, like, country stars, which did lead to Taylor Swift performing Pour Some Sugar on Me at one point, <laughs> which did ruin my childhood. So it's kind of like that, but with Tiki Room... And country. See, I thought you were going to go in an opposite direction, which is that it's almost as if the divide didn't come down, <laughs> and now all of a sudden they're performing against one another, like West Side Story <laughs> coming after. Or it could be like the uh, music video for Walk This Way <laughs> with Run DMC, where <laughs> the country bears break down the wall I, and start singing with them. I'm going to guess that Disney fans have had enough Aerosmith <laughs> for their channel. Nah, baby. Um, Bring back the shocker. I would, uh... I want it back. I would definitely put, like, the cheeky gods in overalls, and the bears would oh, have, like, yeah, Hawaiian yeah. shirts, which I think they do anyway, or they did in Disneyland, because they do, like, a summer vacation hoedown, I think. Or, yeah, I don't yeah. think they do that any... Well, they don't do it anymore at Disneyland, because it's gone, but that's what they used to do. I don't know if they ever did that in Florida. 
What it re- what replaced it in uh, Ca- oh California? Winnie the Pooh is what took it over. And actually, uh, if you if you watch the two minutes of the video, did you see Buff and Max and Melvin the heads on the wall? The like talking heads on the wall. Uh, no, it so, didn't show it. So to on me. the side where the exit is are three stuffed heads of like a moose and a deer and a buffalo, and they talk. Of course they do, because because uh, you know my nightmares will never end when I go to. Country and they're Bears. they're actually kind of hilarious. But in the California version, when you ride through into like where the heffalumps and woozles are, I think if you like turn around and look at the ceiling behind you, like they're still on the wall, like dead eyed. Once again, <laughs> let me reiterate that point of the ride is going through fucking purgatory, Jim, <laughs> and that's where they live now. Okay, so it's it's essentially both of them fighting, not fighting, kind of indulging in the love of the other side. Yeah, and I, I think if you went in the one way, you would kind of have to exit through the other way, but I, I think we could work that and figure that out. You could put two... Okay, it's two stages. One shoots forward, one shoots back, and then the entire thing rotates and they swap places. And now all of a sudden, you're in Frontierland if you started in Adventureland, and Adventureland puts you in Frontierland well, as, like, the stages... Or not the stages, the um, audience moves forward I, or back. I did think about some kind of rotating theater, but there's not a lot of space in that building for <laughs> for rotation. I still love this concept of almost a Romeo and Juliet-esque play where one of the bears falls in love with a bird. Uh, well, maybe you not a bear. Maybe it could be. No, but it's the bear. Well, there is. There's a. There's a. Uh, the the main like guy has a top hat with a with a raccoon in it. I think, or a skunk or oh, something. Oh fuck yeah! So there's that, but there's also like a ba- with the five bear rugs. There's a little baby bear that sits on the stage with a teddy bear, like a little teddy bear, and he. I think he yeah. makes some kind of noise at the end of their song. So nothing makes a, something better than adding raccoon fucking. That's all you really <laughs> need to make anything better. Now, what it could be is one of them could have, like, a jar of honey, and there's bees floating around it. And one of the bees falls in love with the birds, and that's how he teaches the whole audience about the birds and the bees. And then Martin Short appears for the making of me. Yeah. And then he talks to you about Canada That's another a thing bit, if you've ever... If, that's another thing you probably would only get about two minutes into if you tried to watch it on YouTube, is the making of me. Oh, the making... Making of that me. is not yeah. a thing that should have ever been in a Disney park. Like, if it if it is, it should have had Aerosmith music going with it. Son of a bitch, I lived the making of me. I'm good with it. <laughs> Both versions, in and out. I got it. I'm good at this point with this. So, for my ride, I did sit and think of roughly 20 bear-related puns to instead, like, make a ride where it's all about the bears and now they're fighting. That would be the country bear slambery. Um, I'm glad you, you uh, reined yourself in at 20. Uh, a ride presented by me that's called the Hurling Swirls. Hurling Swears Jamboree. Um, no, instead I decided, here's the thing. Yes, Woody fits in with the theme of Frontierland, and yes, the Woody Roundup would be a great plan. I would instead like to feature a new character in his new problems. And welcome to the first ever existential crisis show at Disney <laughs> World, Five Nights at Forky's. Oh no! Where, For- where Forky is there, and it's nothing but him trying to... Because have you seen Toy Story 4 yet? No, but I know of it's... Thing. I do know that there's an existential crisis. I just 
I want I want to address something that happens at the end. It doesn't spoil the plot, but apparently the little child comes home with a new Forky, but this one's called Knifey. <laughs> and Knifey is going through the same existential issues as Forky, and Forky's like, no, it's okay, because we've got friends, and that's all we need. And then they're like, but why am I alive? And then the movie ends, because he doesn't have an answer. And this is, I like to think this is half like half show and half kind of your own builds your own adventure. Because as you sit down, there will be supplies in front of you to make your own fork-based human to take out with you. And at the end of the ride, there's going to be a song basically highlighting their existential crisis. And the words appear and you have to make your forky sing along are with you, it. Are you trying to like just defeat the like... All the people at Disneyland that stole the sporks from Galaxy's Edge. You're like, we're just going to yes. give them to you. Just you got to put a face on it first. Good luck reselling uh, either that. that. I'm, I'm fighting them. I'm fighting Winnie, P Winnie the Pooh for the most existential horrifying ride <laughs> there is at the park. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know. There on, is a thing where like a British scientist ends up as the moon. That's a little rough. Yeah. Um, well, that's how I'd like to go when I die, which is my new, my, my new headcanon for Figment is that he's now dead. Figment's murdered him and placed him in the moon. Um, but I do like this concept of Forky now. It's now becoming almost like the Matrix horrifying thing where robots keep building more robots. So Forky is now trying to create an army to fight back against the humans who have done did him wrong. So now he's creating like this four-piece band. And uh, I've dubbed the band Forky and the Trash Boys. And they, they get on stage and just start playing like 1970s Black Flag hardcore punk and screaming at you for why you did this to them and then like other characters can come in along the way like i don't know i, I thought about doing like all the different genres so forky has like existential horror pop you could, then you could bring in woody for a country thing you could then bring Buzz back kitchen cabaret because they were all yeah, yeah, yeah. they were all food-based there would products. be um I did like this point where a hip-hop group would come on stage and then they would start playing quarters after the fact and then Buzz would step out and have no idea how the game works. He's just like, oh, I've got no idea. To infinity and beyond. And then, no, no, it, that's who it is. It's the fucking Key and Peele duck and rabbit. Bunny and Duck from fucking Toy Story, they come out and start doing a hip-hop number. Then they start playing quarters. And then Buzz Lightyear comes out and gets real racist and everyone gets real uncomfortable for a few. So yeah, I'm kind of just thinking of all the different Toy Story things that I would like to throw to in there. Infinity and Pure Michigan. Now, of course, Rex would come out and have a sex sex a saxophone <laughs> solo. Which would be the greatest point of the show. You'd have Ham, to use, like, like extra, to... um, like, long, like, grabbers to hold the saxophone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ham would probably do, like, a William Shatner spoken word number. Uh, it's all hosted. I'm not changing the whole thing. It's also hosted by Mr. Potato Head, who is voiced by Steve Harvey in this one. <laughs> um, it's a brand new Potato Head. Holy shit, hold on. <laughs> so, fun fact. My youngest nephew loves Toy Story. And they, they were talking to him about seeing Toy Story 4. And they were just like, well, who are your favorite characters? And they're like, yeah. he's like, I like Woody and I like uh, all of them. And I was like, okay, cool. What do you think about Mr. Potato Head? And then he just got real sad. 
And I went, what's up, buddy? He goes, Mr. Potato Head can't come back anymore. Um, I'm sorry? What you mean? He's like, because Don Rickles died and now there's no more. And I'm like, holy shit, you're four. You should not be going through the Don Rickles is dead horror of your life this young. Yeah, save that for at least when you're eight or nine. Which is the actually the theme of the new... The number one song by Forky and the Trash I mean, Boys, Don Rickles is dead. They could just have, they, I mean, they, they've, they've, they now in canon have Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, so they could just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Jim, that's my way. I'm going to upgrade that ride. Now, let me ask you before I pick mine, because we all know what the last episode's going to be. How many more rides do I have to come <clears throat> up with before the well, end of the season? Uh, this is, well, are, are we going to have a, uh, like a 15th, like, burn it all down episode because that can be absolutely not the last episode will and has always going to be a massive theme park dedicated to fast and the furious <laughs> supercharge that would because right now you would be picking for 11 so you would pick 11 13 and then that would be 15 so that would work out fine okay okay so i got two more i have to figure out all right let me think about rides that i love in the world you're um, supposed to fix broken Alexa, things. Pick, Alexa, pick a number one through six. I'm so glad she I'm said four. She said four. That's Hollywood Studios. So we're fixing a Hollywood Studios ride, and it's gonna wow, be. You really don't have much options here. <laughs> it's pretty rough, Jim. It's pretty. Um, how about this? Let's fix great movie ride. It's it's dead and gone, so now we can do whatever we want. Okay. And that was all thanks to uh, our good, good friends over at Amazon <laughs> who bring this ride to you. Uh, so, yeah, next week is going to be a brand new great movie ride. But until then, Jim, where can people find you on the Internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. I apologize in advance for that. I went full RuPaul for that shit. I was like, Jim Murphy, your Twitter account left people feeling a little dumb. I'm sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination this week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RuPaul, R-U-P-A-U-L, and also at Scotty Mo, S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS vs. the Gods. They're all available, so check that out. Check out all the other shows online at a load of purebs.com, and remember to support the show, whether that be monetarily by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, or by donating to our Patreon, like the Patreon Saint of Opposite Attractions, Ransom Meltzer. Thank you so much, Ransom. And if you want to join them, you can at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And make sure we're getting, we're in the home stretch now, baby. So make sure to check up on the rest of this season at opposite-attractions.com. And if you want to read a bunch of shitty jokes from Jim about theme parks, follow us on Twitter at up at show. That's spelled O-P-P. A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?